Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a garbage show from our youth and see how it holds up. I am Sky. I'm Jake. And we're watching Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation, episode 16. Going ape! It's a bone steel episode. And Sky did not, in fact, go ape during it. I, I yelled at the TV a little. That I guess that kind of counts as going ape. I don't know. Your apathy is overwhelming. Well, that's not my fault. So... Who remembers back when we were talking about other podcasts we had tried to do, and we tried to do a Beetleborgs one, and we <laughs> couldn't do it because it was so terrible? Because this episode is the exact same as the first episode of Beetleborgs. In more than one way. Yes. In several different ways. And we'll get to that as it happens. It's... But if you hate Beetleborgs, you're going to hate this episode. And if you love Ninja Turtles, you're going to hate this episode. And if you like fun, you're going to hate this episode. And if you like apes, you're going to hate this episode. You know who hates fun? Leonardo. Okay, we'll get into that. Oh, you know who's gravy. not in this episode at all? Venus for the second episode in a row. Maybe the suit got damaged, and Michelangelo doesn't appear either. But don't worry, there are a lot of bananas. <laughs> God damn it. They had a lot of bananas left over from the previous episode. And they said, what do we do with them? Well, they're going to go bad, so we got to film this other episode <laughs> the, right now. The next monkey episode. <laughs> yeah, there's no silver in this episode called Going Ape, in case anyone was worried. Well, he's a Sasquatch Yeti monster from the Himalayas. He's a Sasquatch Yeti ape monkey. We're not Big sure one. what he is still. Gangster. He's got a boss suit, though. Self-made man. He's the, he's the front man for the boss tones. He's Dickie Barrett. <laughs> He dresses like Dickie Barrett and uh, talks like Raphael. And I missed him in, in this episode because it may have made a little more sense. Were uh, he in it? I don't know that anything would have made this make sense. Yeah, it was just this. This episode's a hot mess, y'all. Don't say y'all. I'll say what I want. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the kibosh on your y'alls right now. <laughs> you've never you're forgetting. Said, you've never said y'all. You talked to fucking Alan for a little bit, and he's from the south, and you're all like y'all and eating grits. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. You've never said y'all before in your life. I use it for emphasis. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like how I used to only say fuck on occasion, and now it's just every other word. We you can't it... use it too much or it loses the impact. you got a lot to emphasize nowadays. <laughs> like, this fucking show is fucking ridiculous. Uh, this fucking episode is terrible. It's fucking ridiculous, y'all. See? Uh, Doesn't it feel good? No! We... It's a contraction for you all. Are you gonna st I want you to start saying you all instead of you all. All right, you all. <laughs> I would Let's say all of you. All you. All y'alls. All y'all. Use guys. I had a lady call into the pharmacy who unironically was saying use. Use there at the pharmacy. That where, was... she, where are you from, ma'am? <laughs> I couldn't. Like, it, I was talking to her for about five minutes, and I couldn't decide if it was on purpose or not. But that's just how she talked. Is it a Chicago thing? I don't think so. I don't think I, so either. I don't think it's a regional thing. I think no, it's just I, think a, it's a, I wasn't educated properly thing. I think it's like a Philadelphia type situation. I think my point stands. Because we don't live near Philadelphia. Burn Philadelphia! What are you talking about? Burning them as in you insulted them. You weren't threatening to burn no. down a city. No. I thought you were trying to rally our listeners <laughs> into hate, burning I, down a place where delicious sandwiches are born. <laughs> I hate the, all of the history of that city. I literally know nothing about Philadelphia other than sandwiches and the Always Sunny show, so... Well, they have an episode about American history. I know. It's completely 100% accurate. <laughs> okay, good. Then I know a bunch of stuff. Uh, so, Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. Yeah, this episode was terrible. Going Ape, episode 16. 
Shall we? Yeah, might as well. I hope everyone's We're favorite here. turtle is Raphael, because... He doesn't stop talking. Oh, no. I left the sound on. <laughs> Dipshit. It's New York City. Raphael wants to go on a motorcycle ride because he's bored or he needs some excitement. He, and he, he speaks says, in the third person. I need a little excitement. No, he says Raph needs a little right, excitement. Right, you're right. Because he's not obnoxious enough. He needs to speak in the third person. <laughs> So, and then we get a lot of shots of him driving he, in different daylight. Yeah. He leaves at some point in the night and drives until it's morning. Until the sun, Yeah, until the sun comes up. I mean, I guess, you know, if the sun had just not, like, just before the sun had come up to just after, that happens. It happens on my drive to work. Sure. But I don't think they gave it enough that much thought. No. Also, it's the exact same shots that we always get when it's the dead of night. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. But... Uh, this way, they can film in the day and not have to spend money on lights. Yep. So, Bone Steel has some like some roadblock signs barricades. up and some cones. And Raphael can't navigate in between them, so he pull, like he does that skid stop that he likes to do. And then his motorcycle stops working. Plot relevant reasons. He was just reasons. fixing it in the last episode. <laughs> he did a bad job. Well, he has no education. No formal education, at least. This is this what this show does is, is it says a lot about homeschooling. This is what your children will grow up to be if you homeschool them. Apparently, <laughs> violent goons uh, who ride motorcycles that they've poorly uh, fixed themselves. Bone Steel has some like the gun that looks like a blunderbuss. It's got that like cone end on the end of it. I assumed, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I may absolutely be. I assumed that shot a plunger that would stick to the turtle, and it had a rope on it. That was Bone Steel's glasses. Oh, okay. From... So he doesn't have a gun that does that. No, I think that one... Well, this one apparently shoots an arrow later. Yeah, I think this is a different gun. Because that's clearly a crossbow later. Yeah, well, I mean, like, as Raphael's escaping, he shoots Oh, yeah, it does, you're right. I was thinking later. Was but... there some sort of Ninja Turtles action figure that had a gun that had a, a plunger on the end? I'm sure there All had of to them. be. <laughs> It was all one color, and it had a plunger on the end. I distinctly remember it. I think it was yellow. No idea what it went with. Well, I know Krang's action figure came with that gun that would fit on the turtle's head that kind of looked like a plunger. And I know, I mean, it's right there. It must have been in like an arrow uh, analog at some point for somebody. Mm. Uh, I can't think of anything specifically. I know there was a vehicle that had plunger guns on the top of it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Nor do I. Well, son of a bitch. Uh, listeners, tweet at Sky. Tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> you can tweet or at Jake right. too if you want. You can. He posed the question. Shut up, Sky. But Raph runs away. Even though he's the fightiest of them, he decides to right? not... He very uncharacteristically just takes the fuck off. <laughs> also, it's Bone Steel, a guy he's beaten to a pulp at least twice now. Right? Quite easily. By himself, but this time he decides, well, maybe the, the sunlight has robbed him of his powers. <laughs> Like Ghost Rider. He's opposite Superman. <laughs> Precisely. So he skedaddles, and luckily they're in the warehouse district. So everything's filthy, and there are crates and newspapers everywhere. Bone Steel obviously chases him, and then he shoots, and a doll rod slams into a, uh, the wall. Ref says, you missed. You gotta be better than that to hit me. Now, Simon Bone Steel is a big game hunter, yes. correct? Or so he claims. He lays claim to that. I'm gonna... Obviously, he's not... Because he lives in New York City. Like, there's not a lot of big game. Shouldn't he be off in Africa, like, killing elephants like he owns Jimmy John's or he's a dentist? (laughs) One would think. Like, he's just hanging out. I mean, okay, maybe he... 
Maybe he's hanging out in New York because he knows these turtles are here, and that's what he's after. Well, he, that black market turtle sale went south, so now he's trying to make up for it with the big turtle. So he can't afford to go back to Africa and shoot an elephant in the mouth? I, it's either that or a point of pride, like he has to do this to redeem himself in his own eyes, because he failed so miserably twice. That's putting a lot of weight on a character that has a single dreadlock. <laughs> <laughs> and no defining characteristics in his what you, personality. What are you talking about? He has Other than his psychosis. Yeah, it's a little nuts. Uh, nothing really interesting happens in this episode, so we're just going to psychoanalyze Bones. Yeah. Uh, Raphael ducks around behind a building just around the corner and picks up a newspaper and uh, pretends to read it. Bonesteel runs up and is fooled. Doesn't notice the green legs or the green hands. Or the, you know, the red arm bands and knee pads and things. Or the fact that there's literally no one else around. Uh, but Raphael says, he went that way. And Bonesteel takes off in the wrong direction. Then Raphael, I just assumed it was a newspaper for stupid plot-relevant reasons. Uh, and I was right, I guess. But it's also to let us know that a, quote, killer gorilla has escaped from the circus. From the circus. From the New York Sun. Is it the Sun Times that is real? Uh, yes. Okay. But that's the Chicago Sun-Times. I think New York has one. They have the Post. I bet there's not just one. They have the Daily Bugle, and they've got... Uh-huh. Go on. I'm pretty sure they have a Sun-Times, like the New York Sun-Times. They might. I don't fucking know. Either way, that newspaper's probably dead You've now. never read the newspaper from here, from our local town. Sometimes high school made me do it. You haven't been in high school for 20 years. It's been, like, 12 20 years. 20 years. It's been 13. Anyway, then the, um, uh... Oh, no, it's not time yet. No, we cut over to Hillhurst Mansion. Yeah, so this is where <laughs> Sky immediately goes, this is the Beetleborgs Mansion. <laughs> yeah. Well, the actually, you saw it. I, I immediately assumed it. There are some other shots later that look like a different house, but the inter- this shot is definitely Hillhurst Mansion, and then the inside is absolutely the Beetleborgs hangout. But there are some other shots that they must have found a different house to uh, somebody let them film. Or they just, you know, they don't use that in Beetleborgs as much. It could be. But yeah, so Raph just wanders into this house that is nearby the warehouse district, and nobody has lived there for, like, forever. It's straight up abandoned, and it has a sign that says so. And he just wanders around humming, like like you do when you're a ninja. Little does he know, an escaped gorilla is in there. He didn't actually bum, read the bum, newspaper. Bum. Well, he was reading the inside of the newspaper. He was reading the sports page. That was on the cover. Oh. Or on the front page. I guess that's cover. fair. Uh, but he says, the word banana is said... As many times as it was in the last episode, I would say. But for less plot-relevant reasons. He says that the house smells like bananas. Then, somehow, Bone Steel has wrapped a rope around his foot, and then he drags him down the stairs, and then Home Alone's him up into the air. He strings him up so he can skin him him alive. He's actually going to take our advice and just murder him right there and then. Stop fucking around and do the thing. He brought along a giant-ass mallet, a Harley Quinn-sized mallet. Whose name is Sophia. And he's just going to smash uh, Raphael's head in or his shell in. His she- he says it's his number one shell cracker ah. instead of just slitting his throat. So I guess he's going to kill him, but not the most efficient way possible. Right. He wants him to suffer, and he doesn't want to be able to sell that enormous shell. Right. Yeah. So <sighs> then... um, enjoy the credits, because it's the only time you see most of the other turtles. <laughs> and Splinter. Uh, Dragon Lord gets more face time than the turtles. He sure does. Queez yeah. is in this episode more now. <laughs> When the credits are done, we have cut over to somewhere. The rank are just walking around with a tracking device, which is the thing They're they just have. outside of the house. Uh, why are they there? Uh, they, because 
the the tracking device has led them there because it led them to the turtles. Even though, don't they know where the turtles live? No, I think I ask this every time. I'm yeah. like, don't they know where they live? The turtles know where they live and have gone there multiple times, and they know that they're in the sewer. I don't think they know specifically what block they're on. Ah. Uh. So why they're up above ground, I don't know. When maybe, they have this tracker they could use. Maybe they were on their way to the sewer and the tracker went off and they're like, well, let's follow this. Okay, but there's only the one. Well, they don't know that yet. They just said it out loud. Oh, did they? Yeah, they're just All like, right. yeah, there's one tur- one mutant, one human, and then one big fat hairy thing. They use they say that a lot, and I don't know if it's supposed to be. If somebody thought that was funny. They keep calling him the fat, fat hairy object later. Object, that's it. Uh, and I don't think that's like he's clearly not an object. He's a like. Also, it's like so close to being human. Why would right? If your tra- if your tracker is as sophisticated enough to identify a human, and then something that why wouldn't it be able to identify a gorilla? There's a lot of whys in this episode. <sighs> yeah. Also. Uh, they have like handheld walkie-talkie visual dealies. Timing. Yeah, it, but it's shaped like grenade. an egg. Yeah, and the dragon lord is just eating like a pile of meat. Well, he wanted to eat turtles, but he hasn't been able to. So he's just he's, got like zebra legs. This and might stuff. be the first time he's eaten. But uh, the rank fucking suck but so bad. They talk more in this episode than they ever have. One of them talks. The rest of them grunt. And uh, just bang into each other with sound effects like yeah, purple rubber, hood lieutenant, rubber ducky sound effects as they hit each other. <laughs> Uh, Purplehead is just like, hey, everybody go in there and try not to suck, and we'll get the turtle. And we cut back to uh, Raphael, who's trying to warn Bone Steel about the gorilla behind him. I don't know, he doesn't say, hey, there is an actual gorilla behind you. He just yells, gorilla. So Bone Steel thinks those are his last words, is gorilla. Because, funny. Yep, hilarity. The gorilla costume is not it's, terrible. It is possibly the best costume on the show. They clearly rented it from somewhere else. They must have, because, because it's very well articulated. Yeah. It's more articulated than the turtle's oh, face, he, than Silver's face. Here's the fucking... Okay, so it's very clearly the Hillhurst Mansion, and then we get a shot recreation where Bone Steel turns around, sees the gorilla, and then screams because he's scared, and his fucking hair stands on end, and that is 1,000% Beetleborg's bullshit. I also feel like there's a lot of Beetleborgs where someone gets picked up and spun around by the Frankenstein like it's happening here. Probably also the little girl had super strength, so Yeah, Joe, that's it. That's what happened. So she absolutely did that at least once. But Raphael takes his sigh, which are blunt, and cuts himself down. You have to say that every episode. Because it is because <laughs> nobody else remembers in the show. The the rank wander in and they also just stand there and watch as the gorilla spins bone steel around until Raphael pokes him with the sigh, the the gorilla and the gorilla hucks Bone Steel at the rank, who all tumble down. And I guess Raphael wants to be his friend or something. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were going to team up for a second. Yeah, but instead, Bone Steel gets up and he accuses them of being swamp gators. And he's like, I don't know what you are. And instead of being immediately interested in killing these things like he seems to like to do, he's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, he calls them freaks and calls them ugly. There are a lot more of them than there are turtles. I mean, not here right now, but hunt yeah, those too. There's at least five times as many. But whatever. So then uh, the running begins and then just doesn't stop for the rest <laughs> of the episode. This is it. We have mentioned before how we think the writers are big fans of Scooby-Doo. And it gets real apparent as we move forward. <laughs> yeah. But the rank run upstairs and not away from the gorilla, even though everyone's afraid of it. 
and then we cut over to some establishing shots. Different ones from the ones we've gotten before. Because it's daylight this whole episode. And Leonardo and Donatello are in the lair, and Leonardo's pacing because apparently he was waiting for Raphael. They were going to go skateboarding. And he can't just go by himself. He needs to be a whiny bitch about the whole thing. He's such a bitch in this episode. He's just standing there. Raphael must have gone off and do something final by himself. Hey, Leonardo. And that, fuck yourself, man. And that's that like that's the quick scene, like just him being like, "Where's Raph? He must have left us behind." I'm so mad. That's it. Leonardo. And then it's back to running around. Leonardo, Leonardo, stop being a bitch. Just do a thing. Go meditate or something. I'll tell you when I figured out when Leonardo's problem was when we get there. Okay. So Bone Steel and Raph uh, run into a room, and then they start barricading the door. Uh, there is a, a sight gag that they work in here. Um, they start piling all this stuff. They put everything in front of it, including a kitchen sink. <laughs> uh, know that expression? It's real funny. They put Are you it, asking me? I'm or just the... in general. All right, tweet Sky if you know that expression. <laughs> everyone who knows that expression, everyone. Uh, is there a ball and chain attached to the kitchen sink, though? Probably it's from Beetleborgs. Yeah, I guess it's true. I don't see. Yes, yes, there okay. is. So every scene we're gonna start and we're gonna be like, all right, they do this, and then we just have to wait for it to be over because it takes too goddamn long. Bone Steel and Raph are arguing and debating whether or not they should work with each other because Bone Steel still wants to kill him, and Raph still refuses to just stab him in the fucking face and be done with this. And we cut to the first of the Scooby Doo shots where the rank are running from the gorilla back and forth through the one hallway they have access to. Uh, and the gorilla chases them. Uh, uh, they make a Magilla gorilla reference that the children of 1997 would get. I mean, I know what it is. I can't tell you a single... Magilla uh, gorilla, yeah. gorilla for sale. That may be the only reason why I know what it is, because I have not seen an episode of Magilla gorilla. Oh, it's it's fine. You wouldn't like it. It's too whimsical. Is he a fey gorilla? He is very fey. He has a little hat. And little shoes, and uh, no one wants to, to buy him. And um, hmm. is he anything like Snagopus or he's the not other as Hanna Barbera? Snagopus, I don't <laughs> think. But who is the the dog? Goldberry Hound. That's it. He's not quite as fey as as. Uh, <laughs> All right, this is what the show is now: rating <laughs> the uh, dandiness of Hanna Barbera <laughs> cartoons, with Snagopus being our gayest. And, uh, he loves pickles. <laughs> no, that's pickle pussies. Oh. Totally original creation of mine. Of course. Um, and then who's the what who's is Snagglepuss's catchphrase? Uh, exit stage it? left. Even oh. who uh, who's the most manly of the Hanna Barbera characters? Probably Johnny Quest, obviously. Sure. Or are you just going with anthropomorphic animals because then it's it's Yogi Bear. He does have a tie. Yeah, I mean he does share a bed with a young boy, but let's look the other way on that and move on. <laughs> And not. somewhere in between is Quick Draw McGraw. I'm honestly not familiar enough with the Hanna-Barbera catalog. We get Boomerang. What are you doing all day? Watching other things that I like. <laughs> you know, the Flintstones is on there. I don't like the Flintstones. What are you talking about? Every episode, Fred lies to Wilma and then it bites him in the ass. Yep. That's every episode of everything, though. Yeah. The Flintstones just invented that. <laughs> I mean, actually, I guess I Love Lucy invented it. The Flintstones just perfected it. Were they it. concurrent? No. Uh, they were probably a little bit off. I believe you. I just don't, just don't know. Anyway, how much of this episode has become things we'd rather watch? Well, this episode's terrible. So the gorilla 
hears the bone steel and Raf whispering to each other and bone steel insults it it can understand human speech apparently so it busts through the door i mean it's a circus gorilla it uh, spends yeah. its time around people and then we get some more scooby-doo bullshit where it cha- actually this is more like tom and jerry it the gorilla chases them around a bed for right way too long and then we get this weird picture in picture fade away back to the lair where donatello and leonardo it's are sitting and playing a thing or something. It's like they just discovered they could do that edit. And they're yep. like, we better put it in this episode. Look what we can do with this computer. <laughs> and I was really hoping that we were just going to get this picture in picture. Yeah, like to show what was going on. But nope. It yeah. just shrinks and then disappears when they cut. Oh, Leonardo and Donatello are playing tic-tac-toe. Uh, Donatello has won because he's, a quote, a genius. So Leonardo gets extra pissed off because right. he's a goddamn bitch. The... The strategy guy, who's Leonardo, couldn't win tic-tac motherfucking toe with Donatello. Donna, uh, you're the worst, Leonardo. Everything about you is the worst. Burn the costume and start over. Leonardo's complaining because he thinks Raphael's doing fun things. And then Donatello says, oh no, he's probably just monkeying around. Womp womp. See, do you get it, Sky? No, because gorillas are apes. Ape. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey, it's an ape. So the ape is still chasing them around that bed. Yep. Doesn't just stop or move the bed. Or pick or... it up and throw it at them because it's a goddamn gorilla. Yeah, and has the strength of Can... ten men. Bone Steel here in a minute says that the gorilla is 900 pounds, and I don't think that's probably too far off for a gorilla. Yeah, it's about right, I think. They're on the second floor. Yeah. Can a second floor hold 900 pounds? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's got to hold all your, your, your clothes furniture, and your furniture yeah. and your shit. I mean, I'm... I guess if you have, I guess if you have, you know six people in a room i mean maybe this condemned home couldn't yeah it is rickety as fuck but then again old ass houses are built to last that's true so it's Uh, hard to say i just feel like a gorilla would fuck something up well maybe i mean gorillas are normally gentle by nature unless you piss them off and then they'll rip your arms off and beat you to death with them this one got poked in the ass by a sigh (laughs) true but it went down to help raf maybe that's why he turned on him yeah, I don't know. Um, his allegiances are kind of all over the place in this episode. Yeah, he's very fluid. It's almost like he was raised in a circus and cattle prided most of his life, yeah. so he doesn't know how to feel about anything. It's also almost as though the writers didn't really know what to do here, but they needed another episode. And they, they said, had this gorilla costume. They said, you guys seen Beetleborgs? <laughs> you know how most of it's someone chasing something around a, an old abandoned house? Yes. Let's do that. Okay. At the end of Beetleborgs, don't they transform into heroes and punch bad guys? We're, don't even worry about that. No, Just not at the, the first episode. Around. Yeah, the first episode is terrible. It's literally the exact same as this. Just running around <laughs> this house. There's just a... Fewer monsters in this one. There's just a, a super flamboyant... Go- is he even in the first episode? He's not, yeah, is he? Flabber has to be in there because he gives them their powers. Yeah, but not in the first... Uh, it's a two-parter. I mean, like, the first half of the first ep- Yeah, we first hour. We watched the first th- one. I don't think Flabber shows up until the very end of it. No, he's halfway through. Yeah, which is the very end of the first episode. The very first episode, oh, not the counting, hour. You're counting the two episodes as one. Yeah, because yes. we only watched half of it, and it was terrible. Yeah, there's also those f- candle sprites. I forget yeah. their names. Oh, they sing or something, don't yeah. they? But Ugh. it's all the same woman, just posed in three different places and color swapped. Don't forget that there's a mummy and a vampire and a... Count Fangula. And a... Even though these are all public domain properties, you can you can just fucking use them, dude. Did you while I was looking up pictures of the haunted house to see if it was the same, which a lot of uh, pictures looked like it. There's a you could have gotten um, 
a little playset that was the haunted house from Beetleborg. Oh, why? I don't know. Why I don't even remember that? that being a thing. That's because nobody wanted it. Yeah. I can only remember Joe's name. I don't remember either of the other two. Uh, boy and other boy. Yeah. And then there was a fourth one. The blue or the white blaster Beetleborg. When do we do that for this? We won't. No, we probably will. <laughs> no. Eventually the people will be paying us thousands and thousands of dollars a day, Sky. I don't. I don't. Okay. If that's the case, then yes, we will. Okay. We'll do it right away. All right, that's up to you guys. We'll do one. We'll do five a week. If you're paying us thousands of dollars a day, we will do five a week. We'll be like goddamn Adam Carolla and just every morning recording a podcast. No, we'll just knock it out in one day and then I'll okay. disperse it throughout the week. That's even better. <laughs> that's why we work together on this. Uh, there's still 11 more minutes of this episode. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys like running. But luckily, there's only five more minutes of plot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Bone Steel says, gorillas hate beds. Ref's like, "What? that's nonsense. Where did you, why did you say that? And he's like, Bone Steel admits, yeah, I just made that up. But they duck under the bed anyway. And then the gorilla, instead of just pulling them out or moving the bed, gets on top of it and starts jumping and smashing and tearing it apart. Again, he's a circus gorilla. So I bet he's got a lot of brain damage. That's fair. Uh, but it also tears apart all of like the the down pillows, so there's feathers everywhere, which will come into play when Raphael has the feathers all throughout his bandana. So we get an act break after the mattress gets thrown off, and we just see the box spring. And when we come back, uh, the rank have hidden in a closet, and they're talking to uh, Dragon Lord on their uh, handset egg. And Dragon Lord's like, just stop sucking so hard and do the thing I sent you to do. And then they call Bone Steel and then can poop. They do. I mean, he is. But he's just like, look, just go get the turtle. And if the big fat hairy thing looks like I can eat it, bring it here and I'll eat it. I do like where Dragon Lord's head is at this point. <laughs> like, just fucking bring it here. I'll eat it. I'm a dragon man. Just stab it to death and then I'll eat it. That's how this works. He's a dragon. He can't live on Popeye's chicken alone. He needs real meat. All four of them, like, there's only four uh, rank soldiers here, and uh, they outnumber everybody everybody there. Yeah, one of them's a gorilla. Use your, sometimes, lasers and your swords. Yeah, don't they shoot shit from their eyes at some point? Uh, Eyes, I don't remember. Definitely from their fists. Oh, no, that was Dragon Lord who shot shit from his eyes once. We cut over to Ref, and he and Bone Steel have managed to get... Up and towards a wall, and they're holding the box spring in front of them, and the gorilla's bouncing off it and them until they make their way to the wall or to the doorway, and then they escape to run into the rank. And I guess uh, he and Bone Steel have still they're still at a truce. It's an uneasy uh, truce. Yeah, Bone Steel pulls out his gun and then waits a really long time and doesn't shoot it, and the rank get the jump on them, of course. Uh, but okay. luckily, the gorilla busts out of the door and runs to attack the rank. Do you think they stuck those feathers in uh, Raphael's mask on purpose? I don't know. Because they're still all over the gorilla, but I think those cause those are just stuck to him because he's furry. Bone Steel calls uh, every man for himself and then corrects himself for mutant and whatever. And then we get this Benny Hill shit. Scooby-Doo Benny Hill shit. There's just no just Benny Hill music. There's no yakety sax. If they had just gone on, gone on 100% and dubbed in yakety sax, I would have liked it a little bit more. It's still some... There's like six doors and they're running from one to the other and the gorilla's chasing them. And then they're backing out of doors they couldn't have been in and hitting each other. And it's just fucking nonsense. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. The worst part, I think, is when the gorilla runs up at the end and looks into the camera and it, like, freeze frames. Yeah, because that's how Benny Hill shit ends. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, I think. I don't think I've made it all the way through a Benny Hill. I'm like 70% sure that's how they do it. Uh, weird. Yeah, and then we cut back to the lair. Donatello and Leonardo are actively engaged in a staring contest. And by actively, I mean their heads are moving from side to side and their eyes are twitching. Leonardo loses, and he's just so annoyed and enraged that he's lost again. He's such a little bitch through this whole episode. I, I hate it. And he thinks Raphael's having cheese do- like chili cheese dogs, or and he's at the arcade without them. Like, just... Just go there, then, Or just dude. do something. You don't have to wait for him. Like, you, you're, you're bored because you're boring, Leonardo. <laughs> you shouldn't rely on Raphael to have fun. Do a thing. Go do some katas. Go drive the car, because it's still there, dude. But it's also the middle of the day. He shouldn't be at the goddamn arcade. He's getting in so much trouble. Stop being a bitch. And then Raphael, oh. he yells, Raphael's driving me bananas, and we get the banana spinning uh, scene wipe. And then um, what we don't see is that um, Donatello goes off to steal some jewels <laughs> after he says that. Because Leonardo has said the magic word. Do you think this is anyone's first episode of Pop Culture Failure and we need to recap the last episode? Probably not. S- just see the last episode if you're confused. Uh, hypnosis, trigger word is banana. It's garbage. It was fun, though. Alan was on it. Yeah, we uh. hate it without other people. <laughs> we like, we really like ruining someone else's day instead of just our own. It's always, uh, you want to yeah. watch this thing? And one of us inevitably goes, ah, fine. Today it was Sky. The day, as the day progresses, you just, it's like a cloud looming over us, knowing that we're going to have to watch this. <laughs> We'd never get to enjoy our Sundays. Yep. Anyway. So Raphael and Bone Steel have found another room that was abandoned and Bone Steel's hiding in the couch. Raphael's hiding behind it. He's more hiding next to it than behind it. Uh, yeah. He's just... Uh, he he's is behind it. It's just yeah. at a weird angle. It's also a weird angle for him to talk to Bone Steel because he's not looking he in never sort of looks the direction at him. of Bone Steel. <laughs> he never does. He can't. But Bone Steel is reiterating that when this is done, I'm going to try to murder you. Which is... I mean, that's nice of him. He's like, giving him fair warning. He's not trying to lead him on at all. He's he's <laughs> just like, once we get out of this mess, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Bone Steel has manners, if nothing else. I guess that's true. I don't know. Sky, I guess this is a good time as any to tell you that after this podcast is over, I'm going to end up killing you. <laughs> Our uneasy truce will be over. Thank you for the heads up. Yep. I do appreciate that. Better keep this going for a long time. I think the best way to do that is if we had a Patreon where everybody gave us thousands of dollars a day. I think that's very tenable, and we should be able to pull that off immediately. Radical. So, they smell the gorilla. Where could he be? He's behind the couch. How to get in there? Shouldn't you be watching the door? Or doing some ninja shit? Or something? Shouldn't you have set a trap? Guy who does traps? No? Awesome. Way to forget everything you two have learned. But they notice the gorilla, and then they scream and run away. Because that's what this episode is, like we've mentioned. Uh, well, Bone Steel goes back into the couch, and then the gorilla stomps on the couch. So... I thought for a second maybe Bone Steel was dead. I'm not, not thought, hoped. He is the fucking worst. So Raphael runs away and the the, the rank have found ropes or brought them and tied nooses with them. Uh, yeah, I thought this shit was going to get real dark. Yep. I thought they were going to commit seppuku. <laughs> That's with the sword. Yeah, well, you got to put a, you know, in Western twist on it with some nooses. All right. What do I know? Uh how often do I have to say that? You say it often. You don't have to, but you do say it often. <laughs> to remind everyone that I don't actually know anything. So they they set up these deuces, uh, which I... Th- 
thought that the, for the obvious purpose, but instead they're set in like slip traps. Raphael and Bone Steel tumble down the stairs, Home Alone style, and then the gorilla chases him down. And then you hear him get caught in their trap. We cut back, and it's just it's strung up by both its arms. King Kong style. But it's definitely stronger than these fucking dragons because <laughs> when they were talking to Dragonlord earlier, they said it has the strength of 10 dragons and there is only two holding it. I don't know why. It just doesn't... <sighs> Whatever. So the uh, Purple Hood uh, is like, I'm going to stab this thing to death and then we're going to come and kill you. Which is a good plan. Yeah. They just don't do it. it just... And then he takes a very long pause and then he's like, yeah, we're probably going to kill the human too. And then Bone Steel is like, what? I'm that human. Fucking Christ, we get another shrinking square scene wipe, and we cut back to Leonardo, who's polishing his sword. Okay, this is where I realized what was happening. Which sounded like a euphemism for drinking off. He's actually, he is like wiping down his, his not katana with a, with a cloth. Leonardo is sitting here, just Talking like, to himself, angrily. Ruminating, and like, he's so obsessed with Raphael. He is so in love with Raphael. That is the only explanation to to explain his his behavior this whole episode. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because earlier on our Twitter, uh, James pointed a thing out that we both and Alan missed from the last episode or this episode. I'm not 100% sure. In it, let me pull it up. I'll just cut all this dead air. Do you want me to just sing while you're looking at it? Raphael told Leonardo to kiss his shell, to which Leonardo responded, uh, love to. So yes, I'm correct. Uh, Leonardo think... is very clearly in love with it's, it's. I mean, it's just like when you're a teenager, and you like you you have no control over anything you think or feel. Um, everything inside of you is just a crazy storm of emotions, and I think that's what Leonardo's going through. And he's just he's he hates Raphael so much because Raphael doesn't love him like he loves Raphael, which is fine except they're brothers. Well, they except established they're not. yeah. Very early on, they are not brothers. So he was trying to hit on Venus, and because that didn't go anywhere, he started analyzing himself very deeply and found that maybe he's attracted to dude turtles, but isn't ready to admit it yet. So he just hates Raphael. Here's what we need, is someone to go back and watch all the episodes we've watched and just watch the interactions between Leonardo and Raphael to see if there are more hints that we've missed. Uh, that maybe maybe uh, Raphael is is uh, is not taking kindly to Leonardo's advances, and Leonardo is just that's why he's always running away. Holy shit! Oh man! What if this show is way more progressive and like ahead of its time than we ever gave it credit for? Well, the girl's the most competent. True. Uh, we've got this. Uh, I don't. The nerds kind of not great at anything. No. They love bananas. They mock the, the. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but <laughs> they mock the one with the brain of a child a lot. Yeah, that's true. He's constantly eating garbage, and uh, I'm just gonna say that the orange one is retarded. We know what that's like. I went out of my way to not phrase it that way, but sure. No, cause you know, cause our pre- our president's orange. Oh, okay. You see, they did have that weird social commentary. Yeah. About I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's not. I think it's us desperately looking for meaning <laughs> in an empty void. I think so. I think these are poorly written characters that uh, they just, every episode, they just like, this is what Leonardo is doing. <laughs> he doesn't think or feel anything. This is just his actions. What do we do with Michelangelo and Venus? Fuck it. They're not in this one. They're just, they're off. We can just assume Michelangelo is figuring Venus. <laughs> I was really worried we weren't going to get to say it because she wasn't in this episode, but we figured it out. We worked our way there. We got there. A boom. <laughs> Let's high five. Yes. Ow. It's a poor high five. It was. You swung before I did. I wasn't ready.
you can edit it so it sounds like a real good high five right off the bat, though, right? I could, you but can, it's funnier but if I, I don't. Won't. So Donatello's just passed out, and Leonardo is mumbling to himself angrily I, about how like, Raphael is the most inconsiderate me, me, me guy I know. Even though he's only been concerned with shit for himself all day today. Yep. He could have hung out with Donatello in a more meaningful way, but instead Donatello got bored to the fact where he, or to the point where he passed out, or he got activated by the banana m- remark and it programmed him to sleep again. <laughs> yeah, that is a possibility. He's full on hypnotized right now. That's where we're at. And then we get a different version of the shrinking, like it, instead of shrinking, it just grows. It pops up and then it grows for a second and then pauses and then continues to grow as if whoever's in charge of that edit doesn't quite know how it works. Or thinks that that looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's super weird that this is a thing now. I hope it's in the rest of the episode. God, I hope so. And uh, Purple Hood is taking a very long time to stab this primate, and then doesn't, and still doesn't, and Raphael's like, oh, I'm going to go over there and save it, and uses his side to which are blunt to cut <laughs> the ropes again. I mean, say what you will about Purple Guy taking his time. Rapture took his time to decide whether or not he was going to let that animal die. Yeah, I thought he was going to throw that side, because it would have been faster than him walking over there. But he doesn't. And then uh, the gorilla punches Raph in the chest because... Because he is a wild animal. Well, not wild, I guess he listens. I 100% expected it to talk at the end. <laughs> but it doesn't. Spoiler. Um, Bone Steel pulls out a crossbow from Hammer Space, I assume, and uh, decides that he's going to kill them and then also doesn't. And then uh, the like the gorilla chases off the rank and then Raph teaches it to high five. And that's it's right, as awkward a high five as the one that Jake and I just shared. Raphael gets knocked over. I also fell down. <laughs> it's because you're top heavy. Just like a turtle. And then Raph's just like, looks like I made a new friend. With basically that cadence. And then Bone Steel is just like, I'm going to kill you because that's just what I do. That's what I want to do anyway. And then he sings the the kissing song, the turtle and gorilla sitting in a tree, K-A-S-S-I-N-G. And then he goes through the whole thing. I thought he was going to do the whole thing, but then he ends with, I'm going to stab you or I'm going to shoot you with this bow. I, I, I wish you just muttered your way through songs more often. <laughs> well, with the show, it's probably going to come up again. Uh, Raphael's just like, hey, aren't you tired? Can we not do this anymore? Like, a lot's happened, and I just want to go home. And Bone Steel's like, no, I, I, psychos are 24-7. But so then, he knows he has a problem. I, I guess. Raph may have called him a psycho, so he was just going off of that cue. But then the, 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 the gorilla just plucks the bolt off of the, the crossbow, snaps it in half, and then eats it. I mean, that's a thing that could happen when you're standing that close to someone. And waiting and yeah. waiting and waiting. I guess that's fair. But eventually, Bone Steel's head gets slammed into a wall, which was just a, the back of a painting? I mean, there are a lot of holes in that wall. That part I kind of buy. Okay. We I don't know if we've mentioned the just uh, terrible abuse of the soundboard in this thing, but it, it's happened again, just like the other episodes. And at the very end there where he's just saying mutants, monkeys, he, there's a chicken just clucking as he talks. What one happened to, oh, they knocked that dragon down earlier and a, they used the baby cry. Mm-hmm. And that one made me laugh because oh. it's so stupid. No, that was on the way in when he tripped and fell. Is that, with the yeah. dragon fell, right? And yeah. then they used the baby cry. I don't yep. remember. But the, the a dragon fell and a baby cried and it was super good. <laughs> So, so dumb. we've cut outside and Raph and the gorilla are just walking out in broad daylight, throwing bananas behind their back. Everything about this should attract attention. Yep. And it's not Hillhurst Mansion anymore. They moved locations. I, yeah, I think it's even a different house than like when he first walks up to yeah, it, right? Yeah, it absolutely okay. is. Uh, we cut back to the lair. 
Donatello wakes up to either commit crimes or murders. Hard to say. Uh, at this but point. he's mostly talking about Raphael. Like he just he woke up like mid sentence. Yeah, like I. Oh, I woke up. I bet Raphael's hanging out with other people. Nope. And then we hear the radio. The radio gets to be the narrator and tells us that the uh, gorilla's been returned to the zoo. And Even we... though the newspaper said it was a circus gorilla. And then we cut back to Raph and the gorilla, and it's not fucking not in the zoo. Hey, I guess that's true. I don't know where this guy is getting his future. Maybe it's like it's early edition. edition. In early edition, yeah. Inside edition. But only how radio. Many, how many early edition references can this podcast make? We're up to two. <laughs> that's a good show, though. So that's just how it ends with Raphael going, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Even I bet we'd never see this fucking gorilla again. Just like that little sex turtle. Uh, but let's say he does return the gorilla to the zoo. It's the middle of the goddamn day. What is this monster going to walk this gorilla through all of the children that are at the zoo? I guess. Do animals really escape from the zoo? I've never heard of it. Me either. I mean, maybe the butterflies from the butterfly exhibit? <laughs> yeah, because they hang on your sweater and you yeah. walk out and it flies away and then it's dead. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, maybe old-timey zoos. But in my... T- 30-odd years on this earth, I'd never heard of a legitimate zoo escaping. No, like... Like, I've been at the zoo and seen, like, a squirrel crawl out of an exhibit, but I don't think that counts. I don't think they cage those, because they run free around here. (laughs) I don't know where all of our listeners from. I don't know where squirrels live. But we also don't have to watch our children in the backyard to not get eaten by a lizard, so we've (laughs) got that going for us. No, it's more likely a coyote. Even then. So, so it ends. And that's the episode. That's it. That's, uh... They walk off into the sunset together. Or the mid-afternoon together. I'm not sure. <laughs> they sure did go ape, though. They, they did. They did go ape, didn't they? No. Wait. They just ran around a uh, haunted house for 20 minutes. 40% of the dialogue of this episode was them just yelling and running. Running, I realize, isn't dialogue, but the yelling is. <laughs> and it's it was It was bad. After this episode ended, I just I didn't know how we were going to talk about it. Because nothing made sense. But we did it. Yay. Oh, oh, my goodness. So, that's how that went. Jacob. Oh, no. What would you say? No. Is the most turtle ripped part of this episode? I think I'm going to have to say it's the fact that we figured out the Leonardo Raphael situation. Yeah, the, it really it makes sense. A lot more does fall into place yeah. if the there's pieces, a reason for all of this anxiety and random anger. Yeah. Maybe that beer Splinter was holding... Has led to him being sort of an absentee-type father situation. I think it's the, all the shitty kids that made him be an absentee dad. They're shitty kids, so he drinks, so he's less present. So then Donatello's off trying to find some solace in Queez. Leonardo <laughs> is falling in love with his brother. Michelangelo has escaped into food, so you know he'll probably grow up to have the diabetes. Oh, you know what? He's eating odor eaters and shit. Maybe that's why he's fucked up. Maybe that's why he can't think good. It's definitely a cry for attention. It's like a puppy. Like it, it yeah. eats your shoes, so you pet it. <laughs> like any attention's good attention, hmm. because he's all because he's always just going back into his room because that's where the beer is. It seems that we have put on the therapist pantsuit this time. Yeah, poor Venus just dropped in the middle of it, and she was the best. She's the most well-adjusted of yeah, them because she wasn't raised by an alcoholic rat. She was raised by a man who was obsessed with looking into a mirror, and that's. <laughs> Nominally better, I guess. At least he didn't touch her. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, we're pretty sure he didn't touch her. 
I can't Are confirm Are you implying it. that Splinter did that to the, the other turtles? I wasn't. Oh. I was implying that the other turtles were trying to have sex with her. That's true. I mean, I'm not saying that he... I can't really confirm or deny that. Because Splinter's not in this enough to know what he's like. Yeah, because he's drunk. He's off at the bar. He's off with that blind fella. <laughs> he's off at the bar with that blind guy. They get wasted together. Oh, man. Splinter's always bringing home chicks. Blind chicks. <laughs> it's a blind bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's pro- there's got to be a thing somewhere in, like, a big city. Like, this is where the blind people I know there's, like, there. a restaurant where you can go and it's pitch black. And the yeah, waiters but- are blind. Are they blind? Yeah, the wait staff is blind. Oh, neat. At least I saw it in a movie. What movie? Uh, about Time, the Donald Gleason, uh, Rachel McAdams joint. I don't know anything about that. Oh, it's um, pretty great. It's actually really charming. It's about time travel. I know it's that, a romantic comedy about time travel. I know that they use it in like The Bachelor and shows like that. Not The Bachelor specifically, time, but shows like that. Time travel? No, the the black. Oh, the 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 pitch black. Um, what's the <laughs> the guy from Poison? His uh his his dating show. What is his name? Oh, oh. man, Brett Michaels. That's it. Ugh. I couldn't do it. His, uh, I don't remember what his show was called, but we watched both seasons in college. And, uh, they Shot would at go love to with Tila Tequila? No, that's different. For the love of Ray J? No, that's different. The Bachelor? That's different. The one? That's different. The voice? That might be it. Okay. It's the one of the show? I don't know. It sounds like it would be. Anyway. it's a super easy title. Uh, <sighs> the next episode's called Enemy of My Enemy. Venus is in the thumbnail, so <laughs> she might be in the episode. That's nice. Oh boy. All right. Well, that's the episode for today. I'm going to take this opportunity to congratulate uh, Jacob on his recent engagement. Oh, that's me. That's his... hmm. Thanks. I did that. If you want, you can uh, Twitter at him and say congratulations. Um, We'll let you know where I'm registered when the time <laughs> comes. Amazon. Probably Amazon uh, and Target. <laughs> that's where uh, Katie spend, and I spend most of our time anyway. We should drag Katie on here. We've asked her numerous times and she has said no. <laughs> she doesn't like us. She certainly wouldn't like this show. No. Uh, but I bet she has a lot of opinions. That does sound like We her. should get a girl on here because it's just a bunch of yeah, 30-something just... straight white dudes. We're the, we represent the internet so hard. <laughs> We're more inclusive, I feel. Well, we like other people. We just don't know any. <laughs> That's fair. So if you're a girl who wants to be on our podcast, or if you're black or gay, or Hispanic or Asian. Or all three. Yeah, or five or whatever. Yeah, however many we just listed. If you... Um, you know, uh, what's not us? <laughs> Basically all oh, of those things. A lot of things. I meant other things that aren't us. So that that was the episode. Thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end on Twitter. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me personally at Sandwich Surplus. Or me at Midlife. Uh, uh, Want say that again? Fair. Okay. <laughs> you always edit out all your mistakes and leave mine in, so I know <laughs> that's going to be in there. God damn it. <laughs> Yours are funnier. <laughs> also, I get Final Cut. Yeah, that's because uh, if I make a mistake, I go whole hog. You like quietly like go um. And then I re-say it so it sounds yeah. okay. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, oh, you know what I haven't said in like ten episodes is if you want, uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes. I don't know if anybody has. Jesus Christ, that's why they haven't. It's your fault. iTunes haven't, or I haven't gotten an email from them saying that we have or haven't. I just assume that we haven't. I don't I'm know if there's like... a certain number you need before you can see them. I don't know. Or if there's a thing I need to go, or a place I need to go. What's this podcast called? I don't even know how to look at the reviews. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. On any podcast, let alone ours. <laughs> but yeah, if you want, you can uh, leave us a rating and review. I'm told it helps the show, helps other people find the show. 
Uh, I should also probably look into that to make sure all of our tags and shit are set up. But I haven't. But I might. Or I won't. Either way. Really gonna need you to get it together, Sky. Reviews. Oh, there's um, there's one in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says uh, the the title the heading is careful. <laughs> Read it aloud. This podcast is a decent idea, executed well. But dear lord, next mutation is the slog. <laughs> if you're about to start to this and they've uh, moved on to something else, do your favor and start off with whatever was next. <laughs> that's from July twentieth. So that's only. Uh, 10 Days Old by D- uh, Dowd F. Do you know Oh, Dowd. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dowd. Well, we're not moving on anytime soon. We have 10, mo- ten more weeks yep. of this fucking show. Real close, though. And we're way further than you thought we'd get. Yeah. I thought I'd be dead by now. Thought, uh, hoped. It's all in there. Can I review our own show? I'm I mean, on this show. It's all right. I mean, if you want to. I'm not going to make you. I think... Um, <laughs> It needs five reviews before it shows up with like a... Like an aggregated... Yeah, uh, that one. That's the word I was looking for. Um, average of et cetera. Ah, there you go. But did he give... What is our rating that um, Dowd gave us? Uh, five stars. Neat. Thanks, Dowd. We are officially a five-star podcast. Thanks again, Dowd. And uh, thanks, James, for tweeting us about uh, the Leonardo thing. And we, uh, we brewed up a theory that we're going to have to keep an eye on for the rest of the series. Yeah, so thanks for giving us more work, buddy. <laughs> more i don't even do it i my literally my whole job on the podcast is to press play on the netflix so we can watch it then Sky does it everything else <laughs> what an asshole you volunteered i wanted a podcast and here we are yeah I you did. agreed i wanted one too but about star wars not that i wanted to shove one more star wars podcast down the gullet of, of society do you want to do one with furby and me and you can the two of you will explain star wars to me uh kind of We'll work on it. We're not having a Star Wars podcast, so we come up with a good title, and we can't think of one. So, mm-hmm. if anyone has a good title for a Star Wars podcast, tweet at me, Midwest Love Affair, um, and I will steal it and give you the least amount of credit possible. Sounds fair. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, can we go home now? We are home. That was fast. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Let's go. We did it. Yay. We did it again. Going ape. Did you? Would you say this episode made you go ape? Would you say this episode made you extremely apathetic? <laughs> well, it's definitely one of those. Cause nothing happened. Well, we'll get into it. Yep. All right, you good to go? You hold on, I got fright. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> God damn it. Cam ready. I won't wiggle a lot while we're talking so it doesn't get out from underneath of me. But I promise what nothing. I, what more could I ask for? <laughs> you left this. Sky's watching Transformers really loud in his room right now, but he's not in there, so if you hear that. No, I, I'm not watching it. It's just on. I just didn't turn off my TV. Yeah, you wanted them to have the ratings so they would play it again. <laughs> so you could watch it later. Well, it's Age of Extinction. It's not a three hour long, incredibly pointless movie. You say everything so sarcastically, I can't totally be sure if you like it or not. It's not good. Okay. Uh, it sold me because of robot dinosaurs, and they're in it for ten minutes at the end of three hours of movie. This is why I don't see anything without the word Star Wars in it. Rogue One. Or was it a Star Wars Rogue story? Rogue One, a Star Wars story, okay. idiot. Good God damn it. We are straight, white, cis, het men. Yeah. That's, that's the five that I'm... I think I'm supposed to remember. We're the worst five. Yeah.
but we're untouchable, so. <laughs> it's true. It's really nice. If you could do this, try that. It's real It's real yeah. easy. We might Brothers be able to get kissing. Artly on here, because uh, she's the one who dared you to post the turtle pornography. I don't know why anyone thought I wouldn't do that. Ah, uh, couldn't tell you. <laughs>